Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Uh, before we get into today's podcast, let's do our quick shout-outs here to our great, great, great listeners. Uh, so if you're from the Indiana area, so whether that's Indianapolis, Bloomington, or Greenfield, we're so grateful that you guys are here with us and growing with us, and you're along on the ride with us. Uh, also from South Carolina, if you're from the Hilton Head Island area, from Lexington, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, from Casey, we're so grateful that you guys are listening down to South Carolina. And then last but not least, if you're uh, from the Michigan area and listening in either Coldwater Grand Rapids or Midland. We're so grateful that you guys are listening from the Michigan area and also Detroit. We're grateful uh, that you guys are there. Um, and so before we get into our podcast, I just want to give you a, a, a thank you for uh, your support, for your downloads, for your sharing. And, and I hope we can continue to do this and uh, we can continue to grow together in faith. And I'm so grateful for all of you listeners and friends uh, that support the podcast. So thank you very much. So let's get into what we're talking about today. Um, the topic today is called, just give me a minute. I need to go a bit further alone. Just give me a minute. I need to go a bit further alone. And I say this because I was reading, uh, and this is our text in Matthew chapter 26. And I think about sometimes in life, you're faced and you will be if you're not now. You'll be faced with difficult challenges and you'll be faced with difficult tasks. And sometimes when you have a, a difficult challenge in front of you, sometimes it won't just be one thing. Sometimes it'll feel like it's multiple things that are on your back that's difficult. And what happens is when, when those things happen in my life and when those things happen in your life, sometimes others, friends, family, church members, spouse, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. Sometimes others may offer to help you. But sometimes you we feel like we need to do things alone for a bit. And that's okay to do things alone. But I want to describe what this podcast is encouraging and what this podcast is not encouraging, just, just to keep it clear. So what the podcast is encouraging is sometimes you do need your alone time. Sometimes you do need your space, and we'll look at this example in Matthew 26, but we'll give reasons why. But then what this podcast is not, this podcast is not a podcast to encourage you to be a loner, right? And sometimes, to be honest and <laughs> to keep with the, with the context of the podcast, to be real, sometimes it's, this is hard for me because I love my alone time. Oh, dude, I love it. You know, I can I can have fun in a crowd. I can have fun with a group of friends. But if I'm by myself, I'll have just as much fun if I'm by myself. I love my alone time. You know, you remember like Superman, he had his fortress of solitude. I mean, I love being in that sense, you know, being by myself. 
um, you know, even at, I remember times, even at the Memphis school of preaching, you know, I was there and, you know, after school I would go and, and, and my time was to get my 500 shots up every day. One, because I needed to be active because you're sitting down for six hours. That's the one good reason. But two, you know, I just needed my time. You know, I wasn't just out there just playing just to play. You know, I'm out there because I need my time. I need my solitude. I need to think. I need to get away. You know, and sometimes we all need that. We all need our time just to be solitude, just to be alone. But it's okay to do that. But sometimes in this life, um, it's okay to go a little bit farther. But don't go a little bit farther by yourself. Take, take the Lord with you and take some help. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I need to go a bit further along. All right, so let's get into the first one. Uh, let's, let's look at Matthew chapter 26. This is our text. And again, if you're new to the podcast, uh, this is what we do. We study the Bible. We open up the Bible and we open up a text and we try to pull out what the text is talking about here. So let's, let's look at Matthew chapter 26, if you will. <clears throat> Matthew 26, and we're going to look at verses 26 or not 26, Matthew 26, verse 36 through 46, right? There's a lot of sixes in this. So that's what we're going to look at. All right. And so if you go a little bit farther, here's the first thing. If you go a bit farther, don't forget God. If you go a bit farther, don't forget God. So like I mentioned before in our introduction, it's never a bad thing to want to do things alone. I, I get it. Of all people, I understand. I get that. Um, you know, doing things alone can be a great strength, but sometimes it's also a great weakness. And to be honest, that's one of my great strengths. I can do things alone. I enjoy doing things alone, but sometimes that can be a weakness too by doing things alone. And so sometimes what happens is when you're so focused on just being this island by yourself, you come, you become so dependent on you and your strength rather than dependent on God. So what's our example here? So in our text here <clears throat> in Matthew chapter 26, <clears throat> excuse me. So our text in Matthew 26, 36, here's our context. So Jesus here, he just told Peter before, you know, the disciples know that he's, his mission here is getting ready to die. The disciples know this. So then Peter tells him no, but then Jesus said, well, look, you're going to deny me three times. So he's, he's prepping himself to get ready to be betrayed and to get ready to be arrested. Now here in verse 36 through 46, Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane and he's here with the disciples. And this is the context of where we are now. So remember, what is our context? It's okay to go a bit farther, but if you go a bit farther, don't forget God. So look at this. Look at verse 36. Then come with Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and saith unto the disciples, sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And notice, so when Jesus went to go pray, notice who he takes with him. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and, and began to be sorrowful and very, very heavy. Then saith he unto them, talking about Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here 
and watch with me. You know, it's always good as you move forward to go with some people. What, who, did, who did Jesus take? Jesus took some people with him. And notice, Jesus was, was telling the disciples, look, I'm hurting right now. My soul is sorrowful even unto death. Look, tarry ye here with me and watch. But notice what happens next, verse 38 or verse 39. And here's our topic. So after he said that, then where did Jesus go? And he went a little farther. And he went a little farther. You see, when Jesus went a little bit farther from the group. So notice he started with his disciples. Then he went a little bit farther and he went with Peter and the sons of Zebedee. Then after that, then he went a little bit farther on his own. Just give me a minute. I need to go a little bit farther alone. You see, what Jesus was about to go through was the worst pain and the most cruel death that a man could go through here. So he told Peter and those sons of Zebedee how he felt. But then notice when Jesus went by himself to go a little bit farther to pray, did Jesus just go by himself just to go by himself? Jesus had a purpose. What did he do? Let's look at the verse. And he went a little farther and he fell on his face and he prayed and he said, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. You see, Jesus went a little bit farther, but he had a purpose about going farther from the group. But what happens for you and I today and even among Christian folks, we go a little bit farther just for the sake of going a little bit farther. You see, it's, and like we mentioned before, it's fine to go farther on your own. It's fine to need your time, but you need to go and you need to have a purpose for why you're doing that. Don't just go from the group, just to leave from the group. Go from the group for a purpose. And what was Jesus's purpose for going a little bit farther? Jesus prayed. Remember in 1 Peter 5, where Peter tells us to cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. You see, here's the great thing about encouragement from your brethren. If let, let's say I'm going through something and let's say I have my brethren pray for me. I'm grateful that they are. Then let's say I go a little bit farther and then I have my close, close, close knit friends pray for me. That's a wonderful thing. And I'm thankful for them. But then I go a little bit farther and guess what I need to do for myself? I need to pray. But what happens today, though? See, the process today is if you're going through something, you'll have the group pray for you. And then you have your friends pray for you. And then next thing you know, you'll go a little bit farther just to go a little bit farther. You're secluding yourself. And that, that's kind of that's dangerous at times. So when Jesus little went a little bit farther, Jesus had a purpose for going a little bit farther. Jesus said, let me pray for myself. Sometimes when you go farther, spend some time with God, just you and him. Just you and him. You need your time. And have that set time in the day where, yes, you, you would be grateful if someone's there. Yes, it's great to have friends, but you need your time. You need your time. And that's what it was for me. You know, as I'm, you know, as I was growing and developing and learning how to do this, 
that was my time at the school. You know, we're, we're there at school for what, six hours. And so I need my time and my time was while I was shooting, guess what I was doing that entire time? Was I shooting just to shoot? I was shooting and I was praying as I was shooting. That's the most relaxing thing in the world. You need your time. And so here's some tips for when you go a little bit farther. Don't just go on your own just to go. Have a purpose for why you go. So if you want to go a little bit farther, that's fine. But go alone go a little bit farther to improve yourself. So you don't go, don't go farther just to sulk. Don't go farther to say, woe is me. Don't go farther just to get away. Go farther for a purpose. But what happens, it's so easy, guys. It is so easy just to go away and to disappear and to just do it just for the sake of doing it. We need to go alone. And if we go farther alone, we need to have a purpose for why we're doing it. So why did Jesus go a little bit farther from those disciples and then from Jesus or from Peter and the sons of Zebedee? Because Jesus said, I need to talk to God by myself. I need him, just me and him. So go alone to improve yourself. Then number two, tips for going further. If you want to go alone, again, that's fine. But number one, go alone to improve yourself, but also go alone to find answers. You know, when you think about Jesus, when he was 12 years old, remember he was with the caravan, right? And they were going to the, to the feast, but where was Jesus found? Jesus was found with the, with the doctors, with the physicians, with all those in the temple. And he was, what was Jesus doing? Asking and answering questions. See, don't go alone just for the sake of going alone. Have a purpose for why you're taking the secluded time. Go alone to improve yourself, guys. Go alone to try to find the answers. What is Jesus? And if you notice, every time in the New Testament where Jesus tells us to look out for him, what does he tell us to do? Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When you seek for something, do you stop because you haven't found it yet? What do you keep doing? You earnestly seek. So if you want to go a little bit farther, go a little bit farther to find some answers for what the Lord wants you to do. And how are you going to find those answers from family? Not necessarily. How are you going to find those answers from the word of God? So if you want to go alone, that's fine. But go alone with the purpose. Then number three, why else is it a good reason to go alone? Not only to improve yourself, not only to find answers. But it's also good to go a little bit farther alone to strengthen yourself. Remember, what did Jesus understand in Matthew 26? He understood. Look at verse 39 again. He went a little farther. He fell on his face and prayed. And he said, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So Jesus went a little bit farther to strengthen himself. You see, guys, when we're talking about going farther, we're not talking about secluding yourself just to seclude yourself. We're talking about secluding yourself from whatever you think you need to seclude yourself from so you can get better to come back. You see, what if Jesus would have had the attitude that some of us have when we go through trial, when we go through pain, 
when we go through hurt, when we go through everything that he went through, we just stay in alone in our little ball over here so no one will mess with us. We get in our own heads. So then are we going away for a purpose or are we just going away just to go away? See, Jesus went a little bit farther because he understood I need to get ready for what's about to happen. Jesus went a little bit farther to strengthen himself. So just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I need to go a little bit farther alone. If you want to, go alone to improve yourself. If you want to go farther alone, go alone to find some answers. If you want to go a little bit farther alone, go alone to strengthen yourself. That's what Jesus did, verse 36 through 39. Then what else? Number two, when we talk about if you go a little bit farther, don't forget that you have help. Don't forget that you have help. So as Jesus went a little bit farther to pray each time, did Jesus just sulk on his own and seclude himself from the world when he went away? Jesus left to get closer to the father. Look at this. Look at verse 40. And when he comes to the disciples and finds them asleep, he says to Peter, what? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you enter out into temptation for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So then watch what he did again. And he went away or he went a little bit farther the second time. And he prayed, oh, my father, if this cup may pass from me, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. You see, here's the thing about going a little bit farther. Sometimes we think as we go farther that no one else is there with us. Number one, God is there. But then number two, there are people that are with you that you don't even know that are with you. You know, one of the most wonderful things to know as you go through this life, one of the most amazing feelings is to know that you're impacting somebody's life when you don't even know you're impacting somebody's life. So it's not like you're getting a phone call or a text or a letter or whatever that you're impacting their life because you have no idea. You're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, this weekend I was at a gospel meeting and, you know, in my head and in my mind, I come here to my office and I'm, you know, there's, there's other people here, but the, their doors are closed. So we're really just kind of secluded here. So I feel like I come here recorded on my own, come here, record what I ever have to do alone. And I just send it out there. You know, I don't know who listens. I don't, I don't know. And so as I go and preach and I get down and, you know, I'm saying hi to everybody and it's good to see everybody. You know, I had four or five different people that, just came up and said, Hey, I appreciate what you do with your podcast. And they named specific pods. I was like, what? You know, that that's crazy. You guys are really benefiting from, from, from the teaching you guys are benefiting. See, sometimes I didn't know it was affecting this many people, but it's nice to hear. And so when you go a little bit farther, don't forget that there's others that are willing to strengthen you. Don't forget that there's others that are willing to help you. But sometimes we feel like as if when we go farther alone, that we literally have to do it alone. You don't have to do everything alone. There's help. And so let, let's make this clear. Everybody needs their time alone to figure out what they feel like they have to figure out. 
And if, if that happens, that should be respected. So if I need my time to figure out what I need to figure out, that needs to be respected. If you need your time to figure out whatever you got to figure out, that needs to be respected. But my encouragement through the scripture to you is don't be alone just to be alone. Be alone with a purpose. Jesus' purpose for going a little bit farther wasn't just to seclude himself from the disciples. Jesus went a little bit farther to get closer to God. He went a little bit farther to strengthen himself. He went a little bit farther to cast his care upon God. He went a little bit farther to get his mind ready for what was about to happen. Jesus went farther away for a purpose. Don't you go farther away just to go far. Go far away with the purpose of what you're trying to figure out. But notice that you don't have to figure it out on your own. When Jesus went farther, did Jesus go and talk to random people about his life? Who did Jesus go farther to talk to? He went farther to go talk to God. When you go farther, and that's fine. But if you go farther, who should you be in close contact with 24-7 if you decide to go just a little bit farther alone? You need to talk to the Lord. Talk to him. First Peter 5, 8. You know, we, we have to be careful of this attitude. I'm the only one. You've been there, haven't you? I've been there. Well, I'm the only one going through. I'm the only one that 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 feels this. I'm the only one that's going. We got to be careful. Look at this. Keep your finger there in Matthew and go to First Kings chapter 19. First Kings chapter 19. And I want you to look at verse number 10. First Kings chapter 19. Uh, verse number 10. So notice Elijah here is uh, is trying to escape from from Jezebel and they're they're chasing after him they're going after his life a lot of things have happened and Elijah here feels alone Elijah here feels like I'm the only one trying to do what God wants me to do and sometimes we seclude ourselves because we feel like we're the only ones that understand what we're going through so therefore since I'm the only one that gets what I'm going through and you don't get it I'm going to be by my by myself that's a damaging attitude and notice what Elijah said in verse 10. And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant. So notice he starts off, look, everybody else has forsaken you. No one else is doing what I'm doing. Then he says, they throw down thine altars. They've slain thy prophets with the sword. He said, look, Lord, not only do the people not listen to you, then they've taken down your altars and then everybody else that's like me, because what was Elijah, the prophet? So he says, everybody else that was like me is dead. So Elijah's sitting there. Now, Elijah has gone a little bit farther, but now he's saying, look, Lord, it's just me. He said, and I, even I alone am left and they seek my life to take it away. It's a sad thing to see, isn't it? And you've been there, haven't you? I know I have. Lord, I, no one else gets it. No one else understands. Lord, do, do, you, do you understand what's going on? Lord, do you, do you get that it's just me? 
But notice what God tells Elijah. Or, yeah, notice what God tells him. So look at verse uh, verse number 18. He said, or actually verse 17. And it shall come to pass that him that escapes the sword of Hazael so shall Jehu slay. And him that escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha say, Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which has not kissed him. So God said, no, there's more. Sometimes there's more people out there that's trying to do the right thing. But just because they're not in your vicinity, you feel like you have to be solo. If you want to go a little bit farther, that's fine. But understand, as you go a little bit farther, number one, you don't have to do it alone. Do it with God. But then number two, if you go a little bit farther, understand that's fine. But go a little bit farther and understand that you have help. And here's one thing I wanted to mention. If you go a little bit farther. And that point where we're talking about, don't forget that you have help. Remember, you're seeking answers, aren't you? You might not say that, but you might say phrases like, well, I'm just trying to piece it together. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get my ducks in a row. I'm trying to, so you can phrase it any way you want to, but it all means the same thing. You're looking for something and you haven't found the answer. It's all the same thing. So understand this. If you go a little bit farther, don't forget that someone else is there to help you. Because remember, as you're secluding yourself and as you're putting your ducks in a row, as you're trying to figure out what you want to do, as you're seeking the Lord, what happens if your answer for what you're looking for is closer than you think? What happens? Sometimes your answer can be in your own home. Sometimes your answer could be at your local congregation. Sometimes your answer could be what you know you need to do. You see, when you seek, not only is it our responsibility to seek what we're supposed to do, but it is our responsibility to take advantage of the opportunities that's in front of us. And so the Lord could be trying to help you. But in our minds, Lord, nope, I just want to go farther on my own. Well, I'm trying to help you out. Well, Lord, I just want to go a little bit farther. I just want to go farther. I just want to go farther. And next thing you know, you're far away from the boat and you're far away from the life raft that the Lord has extended, maybe through someone else providentially. You have to be able to recognize when the Lord has sent you something. And I'll, I'll be the first guy to admit that's that's not easy. That's tough because you want to make sure that whatever this is sent by the Lord is from him. That's It's a tough thing to realize. And I'm not saying that that's easy. I know it's hard. But that's what seeking is for. And so you need to learn how to how to do that. Don't forget that you have help. Then number three, if you want to go a little bit farther, that's fine. But go a little bit farther just for a set amount of time. Let's keep reading our text here. All right, so look at verse number 43. And when he came, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them, and then he went farther, and he went on his own again a third time. And he prayed with the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples, 
And he saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hand of sinners. Rise and let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. If you go a little bit farther, only go a little bit farther for a set amount of time. You have to set some some boundaries for yourself. It's fine to go a little bit farther on your own. It's fine to do things on your own, but set um, an amount of time of where you want to go. And this is what I mean by that. <clears throat> Sometimes when we set ourselves apart, we don't have a plan. We just set ourselves apart just for the sake of setting ourselves apart. We don't have any plan. We don't know what to do. We just want to stay in our little secluded world. We just want to go with the flow. We want to, we, we just want to be alone. But my advice and through the scripture was Jesus alone just for the sake of being alone. Why was he alone? Jesus understood. I have a goal for going a little bit farther. I have a goal for doing what I'm doing. So why did Jesus go alone? What did Jesus want and what did Jesus need? Remember, what is our context? Jesus understands I'm about to be betrayed. And I'm, I'm so sad and I'm so sorrowful to the point of death. So Jesus, he prayed with his disciples, but he left and he went a little bit farther. Why did he do that? Jesus went a little bit farther because he needed strength for what was coming. He needed strength for what? You see, Jesus needed strength from God because guess what? Jesus knew he would have to endure. He would have to endure loneliness because after Judas betrayed him, where'd all the other disciples go? They're gone. So guess what Jesus needed strength for? I need strength for these lonely times. Then don't you think that hurt him? See, we think Jesus was God, but Jesus was a man. Jesus had emotions. So don't you think that hurt him to know that these men that followed him for three years and that he taught and that he served and that he washed their feet and that he tried to get them prepared for the kingdom, which he did. But at the time, they didn't understand. Don't you think that hurt him to say I was always there for everybody else? I've always been there for everybody else when they needed me. But when I needed them, where were they at for me? Don't you think that hurt him? Have you ever felt that way? Man, I'm doing everything for everybody else, but who's helping me out? Who's praying for me? Who's, who's, who's watching out for me, but I'm helping everybody else. Don't you think that hurt him? That had to have hurt Jesus. But that's why he went a little bit farther to get strength because Jesus being all knowing understood that that was going to happen. Why else did Jesus go a little bit farther on his own? Because he knew he would have to endure pain. He had to endure the whipping and the scourging and, and just the, the total just denigration of, of who he was. It's just embarrassing the things that they did to him. And they put a crown of thorns on his head. And as, as his flesh is open, then they put a, a cloth over him, which had to have stung. And now he has to carry his cross up to Golgotha where they nailed him. Don't you think that hurt him? And then finally, Jesus needed strength because Jesus was betrayed. Remember, in, in, in Genesis 1, God created the heavens and the earth. But remember, in John 1, 1 through 3, 
in the beginning was the word and the word there references Christ. And so who was the creator? God. But who was the creator according to John 1? Christ. So can you imagine your creation that you've made and you loved and you cherished and you know every single inch about them and they hate you? Your creation that you love and your creation that you said in Genesis 1, everything that I made is good. You said that what you made was good and they hate you. You you know how much that had to have hurt him? You know, that's the, that kind of compares to like if you had a child and that son or that daughter that was conceived from that marriage, in a sense, you know, and I'm putting up quotations, you know, that's the creation. That's your offspring. Can you imagine you love that that child? You care for that child. You nurture that child. And that child grows up to hate you. Think about Jesus. He was betrayed. So Jesus went a little bit farther, but he went a little bit farther just for a small amount of time. Because guess what Jesus was preparing himself for? This is coming and I need to be ready. I need to be strong for what's coming. Jesus was preparing himself to become the Lamb of God. So the question for you and me is if you're a little bit farther, that's fine. And trust me, I need my time too. But when, but you need to ask yourself two questions. If, you're, if you want to go a little bit farther on your own, number one, you need to have a set time of how long you want to be there. Because what can happen is you can find yourself living life alone. And that's that's painful. So you don't want to do that. So number one, have a set time. Have a goal for why you're doing what you're doing. Don't just set yourself apart just for the sake of set yourself apart. Just for the sake of setting yourself apart. Be alone for a reason. Have goals. Have a goal of why you're doing what you're doing. Then number two, you need to ask yourself some questions. All right, what am I alone for? Am I alone because I'm afraid? Am I alone because I'm not blank enough for this? I'm not blank enough for that. I'm not blank enough for this. I'm not blank enough for that. I'm not ready for this. I'm not worthy for this. I'm not this for this. I'm not that for this. Or are you hurt? So you need to ask yourself some questions. And so while you're alone, that time needs to be productive. So don't just be alone for the sake of being solo. Be alone to be productive. All right, I need to figure this out. I need to seek what the Lord wants for me. I need to grow in strength. I need to talk to him. I need to grow closer to him. Don't be alone just to be alone. Be alone with a purpose. So what did Jesus do? Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I just need to go a little bit farther along. So when Jesus went a little bit farther from his disciples, Jesus didn't forget God. When Jesus went a little bit farther from his disciples, Jesus didn't forget that he had help from the heavenly father. And when Jesus went a little bit farther, Jesus didn't stay far alone. Jesus went a little bit farther for a set time and he was preparing himself 
for what was coming. Just give me a minute. I need to go just a little bit farther alone. I hope today, if you're if you're in that mode, if you're in that vibe, if you're in that state where you feel as if I got to put my ducks in a row, I got to figure it out. I got to do this. That's fine. And that should be respected. But have a purpose of why you're doing what you're doing. Have a set time of staying in that vibe because you don't want to stay there forever. Then two, then three, once you find your answer, don't miss the opportunities God sent to help you because then now you're starting to work against yourself. Just give me a minute. I need to go just a bit farther along, man. That's a great study from Jesus. Uh, that text in Matthew 26, you know, just to, just to hear, uh, you know, how sorrowful he was, but also just to see the strength that he got from God. That's an amazing thing. And it's also very encouraging to know that when I go through something like that, and when you go through something like that, it's so encouraging to know that someone's there, someone understands, someone listens. And then being Jesus, he knows what it feels like, you know, and that's why Hebrews mentions that Christ is our mediator. He's the perfect person to talk to God on our behalf because he was man. He was us. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful, right? Great study. Uh, I look forward to continue to study with you all. Oh, Monday. Yes, Monday. So next week uh, we'll have another podcast. I don't know if it's going to be a request yet or something else, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, also, I want to thank you guys for we're, we've almost hit, <clears throat> excuse me, we've almost hit almost 10,000 downloads, which is amazing. Uh, we're just so grateful. I hope you guys can continue to like and share the podcast. You can find it on YouTube. You can watch it there. You can watch it. Uh, you know, you watch the video portion. You can find the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe on all those other areas. Uh, you can find the podcast. Uh, just look at my name, Jordan Pugh, on Facebook, and it's there. And then you can also look it up on uh, Instagram when the scriptures become real, and it's there as well. We're so grateful for you guys. And we're grateful that you guys are along on this ride for us and we can continue to learn and study and grow. Thank you guys.